A couple of years ago, my family had a water disaster in our basement. It was a mess. It forced us to move everything out and demo the walls and pull out carpet and drywall, and it was. A disaster that affected my family for months. Well, in the process, I got so tired of waiting on insurance and waiting on all the pieces that I decided that I was going to figure out how to fix that basement and put it back together. If it was the last thing I did, well, fortunately. I didn't know what I was doing, but I have friends that do. And one of my friends in particular said, "I can't do the work for you, but I can show you how to do that work." And so he, along with other friends, helped us and showed us what to do and loaned us the tools to do those things. I learned the table saw, the miter saw, the tile saw. I learned how to use an air compressor, an air gun, a leveler, a power sander, and countless hand tools. But all told, I learned a lot. But any one of those tools could have been a weapon to myself, if to no one else, without the proper care and training. Fortunately, my friends helped me to learn how to use all those instruments as tools to accomplish that huge project and get our basement back in order, and ultimately to be a blessing to my family. Here's the thing: what's true in the home project world is true in our lives as well, and that's what we're going to talk about in this discipleship conversation. Hi, my name is Tasha Williams. I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me Ministry, and I'm going to cue the intro, and then we'll be right back to talk about this next discipleship conversation called "Destinations: Weapon or Tool." In a world filled with a lot of talk, the Family Disciple Me Ministry encourages intentional, meaningful, biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. In these drastically changing times, join us as we discuss the eternal truths of God's word and relevant topics, as well as how to engage the next generation about these. It's true, discipleship starts with a conversation. So let's jump into a conversation starter right now. Well, that basement disaster fiasco has now been a couple of years ago. Thank the Lord, and I hope I never have another flood in my house. I am so thankful for my friends who came alongside, who loaned me power tools, and showed me how to use those as instruments to help and to bless my family. I literally couldn't have done it without them. It's the same way in discipling the next generation about how they're going to use the instruments of their lives. They are born with physical bodies and so much potential that can have so much impact for good or impact for bad. We enter this world with eyes and hands and feet and arms and lips and fingers and voices that we can use to bless. Or to curse, and so as we arrive at this discipleship conversation, the destination that we're considering in this particular topic is: Will we use our lives as weapons or tools? 
Our verse for this discipleship conversation is Romans six thirteen, and it says this: Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer every part of yourself to God as an instrument of righteousness. Now, in the New Testament, the Greek word for instrument can mean either weapon or tool. And that's really significant because our lives, our bodies, our voices, every part of us can be used to hurt and harm, or to help and bless. Just like my gracious, amazing friends took the time to help me learn the instruments of construction and building as tools to bless my family and keep me from harming myself or others with those very things. In the same way, we as parents and loving adults can help our kids learn how to offer themselves to be instruments of blessings in God's hands. This is true for our kids, and it's true for us too. That tongue in your mouth—it can be a weapon or a tool. Those hands that are attached to your arms—they can be weapons or tools. Those feet that take you places, they can be weapons or tools. Those fingers that you use to text or to type, those can be weapons or tools. God wants us to offer every part of ourselves as instruments or tools of righteousness that He can use for His glory and our good. We get the privilege of discipling the next generation about this. Just like the Apostle Paul did for Timothy, in Second Timothy two, Paul described it this way. He wrote, "In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes, and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes." Made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. I don't know about you, but I want to raise up the next generation to be tools in God's hands for special purposes. No, I'm not trying to suggest that they're better than everybody else. But what I am saying is that we want to teach our kids to allow their lives to make a difference for God. In His kingdom, in this broken world, to be more than normal or common, but to be special, to be a blessing. This is so applicable to every single one of us. It's applicable to you and me, and it's applicable to our kids. Whether we're having a conversation with preschoolers or elementary kids, middle schoolers, or high schoolers. But let me add this for those of us with middle schoolers and high schoolers: once kids hit even upper elementary school and then certainly middle school and high school, this whole concept of using our bodies as weapons or tools applies not just to how we treat others, but also to how we treat ourselves. The evil spirits of this world are whispering to our kids. To harm themselves, to use the instruments of their bodies as weapons against themselves, 
to hurt themselves. This wasn't a part of my generation's struggle. I don't remember friends struggling with wanting to hurt themselves, but I see it over and over in my kids' generations. If you haven't seen it in your family yet, please don't delude yourself that your family is immune to this. In this generation, not only is the enemy tempting people to be weapons to other people, but also to turn those weapons on themselves. And so as I give you this particular discipleship conversation, it's very intentional because it lays the foundation for the next discipleship conversation that is destinations, death, or life. Please hear me when I say that if your child doesn't struggle with being a weapon against themselves, first of all, praise God. Thank God for that. But they will have friends or no kids who do. It's our amazing privilege and opportunity to show those entrusted to us a better way, God's way. So here we are, two years later, The work on my basement is done, praise God. But the work of life is never done till God takes us home. Every day we get to decide what kind of instrument we are going to be in this world. Every day we get to choose where we go with our feet, what we say with our tongues, what we type with our fingers, what we do with our hands, and so much more. This week is a great time for us to take inventory and lead our kids to take inventory about how we use every part of our bodies. May we be people who choose the destination of offering every part of ourselves to be used by God for the good works and special purposes He has for us. Go with God, friend. Remember, discipleship starts with a conversation. So take this, seek God about what he would have to say to you through it, and then speak it into the next generation. Till next time, God bless you, friend.